Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast with your hosts, Sam Goldfinch and Ellie Crow. If you want to make your life bigger, not smaller, then this is the podcast for you. If you can sense that you're destined for more and you're curious about how drinking could be holding you back, listen in and come on this journey with us. Through the interplay of mind and body practices, we will help you elevate your daily life and discover the wonder and potential of going alcohol free. Let's make life bigger together. How often do we hear the words, I just, I can't have a dance till I've had a drink. But you know what? That just isn't true. Dancing has been a part of uh, human life and culture and society and, and a joyful expression of who we really are for millennia, probably for, you know, for, for who knows how long. And, and the thing is, once we reconnect with that space, it's just such a wonderful place to be in. So a lot of people have said in the Facebook group and through coaching with me and Ellie, like, I just I just want to learn how to dance again. I want to learn how to let go. So what with it being summer, what with it being festival time, dancing time, getting outside there and moving your booty time, we thought, why not put together a little podcast on uh, what you can do for dancing, either to get more confident or to or to kickstart your confidence with, uh, with alcohol-free dancing. So this was really good fun, good laugh. I've wanted to record this for ages because it's one of my most... Oh, I just love it. It's such a joyful expression of who we really are when we when we uh, you know let go and and move. It's such a wonderful way of just feeling alive. So uh, a really fun episode and a bit different today. So excited to put it out there. So yeah, as I say, like we caught this in the Facebook group. Come join us there if you want to come and uh, you know meet a great group group of people that ask really interesting questions that inform our Q and A's and do loads of cool stuff. And we'd love 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 to see you in there. All right, team, gonna hand you over to me and Ellie for some moves and grooves. See you there. Hello, lovely people. Oh, I'm very excited about this one. We're getting our groove on because uh, quite a few people in, in the group and just just clients I've had, and I'm sure it's true for Ellie as well, they often talking about dancing and how it becomes this thing, like when we, when we stop drinking and we're like, oh God, how do I dance? I mean, for so many people, that's you'll hear people say, oh, I definitely couldn't dance and, until I've had a few drinks or whatever, until they're like, pissed they like they they're they're not on the dance floor right the old classic Mm. uh wedding dance floors empty isn't it and a couple of kids up there letting it go no it always (laughs) makes it always makes me feel a little bit sad when you see you be at a wedding not that I've been to a wedding for a very long time and the the dance floor is just really quiet until until people have literally had enough to drink and then something there'll be some floor filler from the 80s usually my age group that'll come on and then it's like a stampede to the dance floor but only when people are uh, oiled enough and, the, and, and then yeah sorry and you think like you know what what are we there for we're celebrating like this amazing thing this amazing coming together the beauty of love and connection and we don't feel free enough to be able to celebrate that with movement because we're so caught up in yeah what we look like and then you get that weird I don't know if you've ever had that weird thing where you look at a bunch of really pissed people with a bunch of kids and you're like hang on a minute that's weird as well what's going on here like that's a strange thing we've just accepted as normal right anyway that's that's for another day but but yeah and that's the thing is that we know when we're a kid we know how to dance like even you know, we were having a chat and looking at even when we're like in the womb, we're like it's it's helping with neurogenesis and literally growing our brains. Music is like beneficial from you know before we're even 
out here in the in the outside right and and it's um we just know how to do it you know you could take a little kid and put music on they're like you know you see all these videos on social media of these like you know one and two year old kids just like giving it some like it's it's hilarious and then we get insecure thinking and and naturally like our sense of self starts building we get self-conscious and then we we start to rely on on drugs or alcohol whatever it is to like you know release that part of us so we don't feel those inhibitions anymore but 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 movements built into the system so for millennia we've been doing this right like in cultures all around the world we've been you know stamping around the fire like running through like doing running through the forest doing all this kind of movement that's so natural that we we're really disconnected from it so it's it, it really is a part of who we are you know tribal music dance music has been around for since way way before like the advent of electronic music and all these different like different types of music that have been that are with us now right so um yeah we wanted to put together a podcast covering a number of things one you know why why is it cool to look in this direction like why bother learning to like rock your groove when you're when you're alcohol free and like and then how to what are some of the things that we can do to like get ourselves into that space because it it can feel like quite a big job or quite overwhelming for a lot of us i think right mm-hmm. yeah and you, as we were saying you only have to look at kids to see what's available so when when i take the kids down to the, down to the caravan, caravan and they have the entertainment on of an evening and we go down there and the dance floor in the early part of the evening, it's just full of kids expressing themselves. And it is the most beautiful, joyous part of the, the time that we're there because you've just got all, all ages, you know, I mean, like toddlers, tiny, wobbly toddlers, and then older kids getting into you know, they're early teens and then the teenagers are sat on their, sat glued to their phone somewhere else. But you've <laughs> yeah, got this, classic. just, just a, a bunch of all different ages, genders, and they're, and they're just expressing themselves and they don't care what they look like. They're just feeling, whatever the music is that's on, they're feeling it and they all look so different and they're happy and they are, reaping many benefits i'm sure of of the the movement and allowing the energy to flow as it needs to flow and that's where it's like so the the interesting thing is that the there'll be like what they call like party dances and like does anyone remember super do you remember superman or are you too young for that as well do i remember superman of course like not the film and but the the song superman where you've got to comb your hair and yeah, no, I'm not going to sing it to you. There's a copyright on it. <laughs> Trust me, YouTube copyright ain't picking up on you. It's not going match on that, is it? It's because it, it's it's because it can't <laughs> it can't figure out my accent. It's like, what's this? There's no copyright problem. What for is that. this? Uh, so yeah, Superman or something like that will come on where there's there's de- clearly defined actions and Macarena or all of that business, um, <laughs> Baby Shark, you know, all of those sorts of songs will come on. And then you've got what they call the troopers up at the front and the troopers are doing the dance moves that somebody has decided are the dance moves. And then the kids are copying. And so there's this shift from pure expression and just feeling the music and doing what feels natural to them individually to trying to conform to something. And within that, 
there are there are there are differing things going on. So there's like my my eldest daughter, who's just like me, is trying to do it exactly as the person is doing it. And then it, and it gets a bit stiff because it's like, oh, God, hang on, I've done that bit wrong and, and kind of overthinking it. So you're very much like me in the dancing department. And then you've got some kids like like my little Chester in the middle and he's he's copying them, but with his own slant on it. And I mean, he's like he's extreme Style. when he dances and it's it's wonderful to watch with gay abandon. He's, he's, <laughs> so he's just there. And then you've got some kids that just could not give a fuck what the dance moves are. They're just going to do their own thing anyway. So it's just, it's fascinating to see, because this is where some of it comes from, right? The, like we want to, I hate the term fitting in, but that's what we want to do. You know, so we start to become aware of ourselves and we have this sense of separation and we want to, you know, have that primal need to belong then it becomes more important to us cognitively to be, you know, doing what everybody else is doing. And then it becomes a bit sticky. It's true. And it's funny because this is one of the reasons why it's so worth doing, like as in learning to let go and dance again and find your expression is because if we're, with a, if we're in a crowd or on our own or whatever it might be, and uh, there's, that sense of belonging when you look around and there's like however many thousands of people like jamming out to the same music that they all love all with their own expression like that's that's amazing and as someone who used to literally I was so into the rave scene like it was my life like I used to way back the breakbeat and drum and bass society at uni and all sorts of weird stuff um well not weird just fun stuff but uh and I, I just lived and breathed it and um you know, it wasn't always, it wasn't all unicorns and rainbows. There was, there was a lot of uh, stuff that wasn't, <laughs> but, but the part that was amazing was the like shared bond of like being with people in a room and, mm. uh, and, and dancing and like, you know, those moments of like those peak experiences where you're in the festival and like, and that's all on the menu. Where, like if you're, if you've decided to make the decision to to step away from from alcohol, recreational drugs, whatever it might be, that's all on the menu. And and not only that, but actually one of the best ways to get yourself high and feel good um, is just to dance. And it, you know, and and it's such a wonderful thing. You don't have to do it for very long, and your body will start kicking in its natural endorphins and make you feel good. Um, and so I was telling you about a story before this was my idea of like the other day. So I don't know if anyone saw it the other day, I put a post out on social media of me and a few friends like uh, dancing, um, just being stupid. And, and everybody in the picture is, is sober, right? No one, no one's on anything and, um, or drinking or anything like, and uh, this guy came out of the middle of nowhere. So there's me and my group of mates like dancing. Um, and one of them's got a very particular style. My mate, he's like, uh, he's, he's, he's special dancing. He's very, very good. And um, this guy, I'm going to name him. It's that good. Who is it? No, well, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to name him because you never know. Like he might not want me to name him because he just have crowds of people messaging him. Because <laughs> no, it's not them. Oh no, they, they know who it is. Trust me. Like they, they will not mind him getting this badge. Um, anyway. Needless to say, uh, not needless to say, what am I on about? Out of nowhere, this guy who's completely off his tree, he's completely off his nut. Like he's obviously, you know, he's, he's in a, he's having a good time, but he like comes bounding up and he's like, oh mate, mate, like, oh mate, what are you on? And uh, my mate gets asked this all the time. 
um it's like oh yeah mate endorphins and this guy's like oh yeah fucking sweet man sweet man where where did you get them from it's like oh my body made them this guy was clearly lining himself up to purchase some of these endorphins for my friend and then he slowly the wheel like the, the penny started dropping and then he was like no way man like how do you do that and he's like you just dance and he's like and then he's like oh respect respect yeah this is sick this is sick and uh, that to me that's funny because that's the when people see people fully expressing and letting go like that um like they're four again or five again they, they just don't care just like with gay abandon as you put it i love that um people are like oh respect i wish i could do that but we can we can all do that and it's the quickest way to the quickest way to feel good is by is by doing that so that's why that's one of the big reasons why i think it's a powerful thing to to explore even if you've never been someone who dances you know that much um it can be really empowering to learn how to do that without a drop of anything in you it's really cool mm. well it's, it's just so good for the nervous system yeah whether you believe that you're a an inverted commas good dancer or not and you don't have to go into crowds of people to do this you can just dance at home or car dance i like to car dance car dance dance with the kids yeah. it's a really good way of shifting from one state to another so if you're feeling a little depleted you're getting towards the school run for the mums and dads out there that do the school run and you're feeling that afternoon lull where you want to reach for it always it'd be me like shoveling handfuls of Maltesers in to try and get through the rest ah. of the afternoon so instead of shoveling in handfuls of Maltesers and yards of Toblerone, <laughs> instead crank up the volume on something like 90s floor fillers are good. So, and there's a big shout out to Megan Brooks. So one of my clients who was also there's a couple of episodes from Megan that you might want to go back and listen to. Yeah, they great. So she talked actually specifically about this, how it was a big part of her, I was going to say recovery then, but like I don't mean it to sound like this. I don't mean it as in um, necessarily as in the, uh, you know, the sense of the word as like this major, but it was it was part of a healing. But yeah. um, she talked about, you know, putting in specific, in a small group of working and putting in specific habits. And she talked about buying herself an Alexa. So in her, kitchen she could ask Alexa to throw on something from the 90s and then she'd just set about dancing to it and it was invigorating and brought about so much joy and took her back to a really wonderful point in her life where you know there was so much meaning in those songs and like it was just really wonderful to hear her talk about it but not just in a like a transient way. It wasn't just in the moment that she felt good. There was the halo effect of introducing a practice like that. Cause we think about practices like meditation or, um, you know, sitting down to do or lying down to do breathwork practice or going and doing an exercise class or getting on your peloton or going swimming or whatever, but dance it. Like there's no reason why like it's available to all of us free. We can go just, just dance. Just and, yeah, and it really does like bring so much. Um, I always I used to get called the wobbly head guy because like I was fine. Like it's funny because when I was raving and on all sorts of stuff, I'd be like, you know, wobbling my head around. 
um because it like encouraging like a nice feeling but it worked like it, it regardless it just works like if you're in if you're in a crowd and you're like moving in the right way and you've got your eyes closed and you're just there with the music it doesn't take long for you to start to feel that kind of bubble up now it's interesting because so my mate who's got like the outrageously cool dance moves you know he uh he's like people say to him well how do you do that then man like how do you like release it he's like well basically you dance like a nutter for 20 minutes and they're like yeah but he's like no no yeah but it's like you know you might get some feelings in there you know there might be and like a an initial kind of like feeling of self-consciousness like perhaps when we first stopped doing this right but after like 15 minutes of moving and being with the music, like then bang, you just enter like an altered state and you feel really empowered and really different. And what's really funny is that we get really, really self-conscious about this stuff. But one the one of the greatest places, we're going to talk about a few different ways you can like awaken this part of you that likes to move. But know that in a crowd of people who've had a few drinks, if you're there letting go, they, they are not looking at you. <laughs> like, you know what it's like? They're just there like doing their thing, like probably in their head to some extent there. Most people will either assume that you're just there having fun. They won't even, it won't even occur to them um, mm. that you're not drinking or any of that stuff. Um, but if you don't feel like you're quite ready to like hit a music festival or go and do this yet, yeah, like there are, there are things that you can do to, to learn, to let go. Um, and one of them Ellie's already said is basically just dancing on your own. Like when the, like, like there's like, they, you know, when people say dance, like no one's watching, we'll, we'll dance with no one watching to start with, right? In the morning, cup of coffee, put the music on, have a dance in the car, have a dance, whatever it might be. Like it's, I've heard from so many people in a number of books and I can remember, I think Holly Whitaker talking about quite a few people talking about how this has been one of their greatest healing moments of like realizing like, Oh, I'm full of joy. Like it's been one of those moments where they've caught themselves mid dance routine to a song, like when they weren't expecting it and they've gone, I didn't even know that this was available to me. This is amazing. Right. This is such a, mm. such a fun thing to do. So that's a big one. Definitely. Mm. Is, is just doing it with no one watching mm. and just learning to, let go yeah because that letting go is it, it is giving you the option to access like just you say it's an altered state it's it's like med, it's meditation so you, you're going to have the opportunity to feel and sense a, part, a different part of you and I don't, I don't even think I can describe it. it. Well, it can't be described, right? But it's there. It's there. And it, it's, it's the falling away of all of the stuff that's blocking it. And that, that comes from letting go. So letting go through movement, like what a wonderful thing to do. See yeah. what happens. So that's definitely something to experiment with and then there's uh so go into a, an org something organized like salsa like where you're like because if you go to a beginner's salsa class right where no one knows what they're doing it's so much fun because it doesn't matter you know it doesn't matter and i mean i i got a lot of things before i started going a bit more often to because my my partner robin she's she's a 
pretty pretty good salsa dancer and i i'm i'm not um <laughs> i started going to a few things and learning a few bits and yeah you get some thinking like the, the first time i went i was like looking for any excuse not to i was kind of like yeah well maybe they'll look it's probably been cancelled by now like you know it's raining outside like I, I don't know if it's the right day is it the right day we could always start next anyway i got there within three minutes within in fact not even that within 30 seconds I was having a right old laugh, you know, because you're you're in that shared experience of and if you're looking for a way to make pals as well, particularly the salsa scene, but the Latin dance scene as well. There's not that there's not that much drinking going on in that scene either, because most people are focused on the dancing. And, you know, if you're if you're drunk, you're not going to be a great dancer. Um and so the mo- there isn't that much alcohol going on from what I can see, having been out in a few different cities in the UK. Um, so that's a really cool entry point as well. Like, uh, and that can really kind of like teach you to teach you that it's, it's okay to like be a tit in the middle in like with a bunch of people who don't know what they're doing and learn to let go. And, and it, and I can promise you that for many of us listening to this, there'll be loads of people going, Oh, I could never do that. But if you were to go, if you were to acknowledge those feelings and know that the, the worst thing you're going to get is some feelings, like the only thing that you're really worried about is that you might feel a bit embarrassed or a bit awkward or a bit, a bit of this or a bit of that. And, and that's, that's, mm. that's just okay. Like you can handle that, like whatever that, that experience of getting there, there are so many people listening to this who would have a whale of a time in that, in that environment. They just don't mm. know that that's the case. Mm. Uh, yeah. hundred percent. I think it comes back to intention. It's like, what, what's the point of all of this? Because if your intention is to look good, then you're going to be full of thinking around whether or not you look good. But if your intention is to get into like that meditative state, into flow, into like you, you, you literally, because people will say like, how do, how, how do I let go? Well, you just, you just do, you just, you just release the tension, you relax into it. So there's a really great place that, yeah, it's going to feel massively, it may feel massively uncomfortable, but you can, you get to prove to yourself, well, what, what does really happen? And if you can surrender to it, to the point of being instead of doing, then it's a, it's going to be a wonderful transformative experience for you. Yeah. And the letting go or the letting be is built in. So like a lot of people, one of the reasons why people love yoga, you'll hear them say, oh, it's the one time a week where I'm concentrating so hard on balancing and not falling over that my mind shuts up or, you know, because it's what you pointed focus in one direction. And with salsa or with any kind of like dance that you're learning, whatever it is, hip hop, street, whatever you are you know, you're focusing on something, the flow and then, and then the, so the letting go just happens naturally. You know, it's kind of like when you go to a party and when you're a kid and you're like, oh, and then like, you know, at the end of the party, you're like clinging onto the thing because your parents want to take you home and you're like, no, like it's the, it's the same process that's happening. We're supposed to feel a little bit like, oh, when we get there. Um, and then that will, that naturally will just fall away. Um, but the other thing to know is that for anyone who's looking to maintain a social life in the evening, right? They want to go out, socialize, have fun, meet people romantically, whatever it might be. This is an opportunity for you, I promise you. And if you haven't considered it, seriously consider it because 
in that space, you get to go out during the evening, right? You, you can go to places which are busy where they've got lively atmosphere drinking is not the focus dancing is the focus it's a great way to meet people those people know people they have socials outside the thing about people that are going and doing those kinds of things is that they tend to be hanging out and doing other things together going for dinner together and and if you're if you're thinking like how the bloody hell like i'm in my 30s 40s 50s 60s 70s how the bloody hell am i going to go out into my city or my town and meet people um and make some new friendships like this is a, an amazing opportunity to do that and everything you're feeling other people are feeling as well you know and you like that shared like you get there you go into a beginner's class or something there's going to be a number of other people that are feeling just like you and you can bond over that you know that you know, all you have to say to someone else is are you shit scared and they're going to be like yeah <laughs> and then within a minute you've made connections and you're bonding with people so you know if you're in your 20s like if you're like whatever's going on for you dancing as a focal point to a night out is incredibly powerful and when i when i of all the people i've ever known who for who for whatever reason have never been a drinker or don't drink a lot so i've known quite a few it's funny like i didn't i just remember over time oh yeah there was those that guy at uni he never drank like and then there was a, a girl i knew in poland she never drank my partner robin she she never drinks but one thing they all had in common was the love of dance they all mm. went out dancing that was what they did mm. as their night out that was the focal point you know conversation and then dance so yeah give it a go well, it's interesting isn't it how like when did it become so boo-socked because if i think back to like how my my dear late nan and granddad, how they met, was at the dance yeah, hall. So my granddad was a musician and he used to play the piano and my, my nana fell in love with his piano playing capabilities and his charming smile and his beautiful eyes and all of that. But nobody got went to those places and got pissed, you know? <laughs> they would go and talk and meet people and dance and enjoy music together. So where, where did it all become so boo-soaked? I don't know. Who knows? Interesting. Maybe a topic for another podcast, because that's, I mean, there's definitely been a switch, hasn't there? Over the course of the last 30, 40 years, things have really started to, to look different. Because um, you, you think about like what you were saying earlier on, of, of um, like, I, I don't go out clubbing these days, but... I, I can, I think the last time I went to uh, to an event, well, so I went to see the Happy Mondays, right? And it was really last minute. And uh, back in the day, I used to love the Happy Mondays. We go along to this um, event and I don't think I've ever seen so many people like off their face in one place. And... Uh, was it in Manchester? Where was no, it? No, it was in Cambridge. And it was it it was just it was massively, massively uncomfortable because that it was just a bunch of old people on drugs and it wasn't a good look. <laughs> it, it was not a good look. And, and there was this guy that was being particularly annoyed, like to the point of like harassing everyone. I mean, it was just it, it was just ugh. So you couldn't enjoy the music. You couldn't enjoy the show. And, you know, bless them. They're getting on a bit of themselves. So it was all a bit like the whole thing was just a bit ropey. And 
the I don't know. It, I don't it think just, they've slowed down much either, though. I don't know. I can't speak for them. No, but it but it just looked like oh, this is all just a bit sad and tired and like it didn't have it didn't have a happy happy Mondays feel about it. It wasn't like how I remembered it being. Um, so that that when you see people that are completely off their face, when you see people that are pissed. And they're trying to dance slash enjoy themselves. It's it's just, it's hugely messy. It's not attractive in any way. Well, people, no, I mean, dr- drugs no... have a way of doing that to you, don't they? They, uh, they definitely don't um, give, give you the dapper look, do they? If, uh... <laughs> oh, no, I mean, like, everyone's, like, chewing their own face off. <laughs> like, it's just like... I just remember standing there because I like I was probably the only person I think I, I was still a drinker then but I I wasn't I remembered like I was definitely not pissed and I was just like oh this this is just this is just all kinds of so that's kind of that's interesting that's kind of what I'm pointing at it's like so I mean I do still really love a festival I pick and choose now I tend to go to festivals that have a lot of yoga plus a lot of music plus a lot of transformational stuff going on and um and I and I like you couldn't pay me to go to global gathering, for example, like literally like I just would. Someone could I, I'm not going to go. Um, but like a salsa music festival or whatever, I went to one the other week with with Rob in, in Manchester, like there's a different vibe about them. Everyone's just high on the dance and like on dancing and life. Yeah. And, and, and there's a little bit of drinking going on, but it's not like that. It's not like a, mm. like it's it's not fueled in the same way. Um so I just wanted to offer that because I think often, you know, a lot of people, we're all about people make, perhaps this is like the, the, the really nice point to leave it on is that everything we do is about making life bigger, not smaller. And if you're someone who feels like, I, I know that I can't, I don't want to meet raving or dancing or festivals in the way that I used to, but I do, um, I don't want to lose touch with that. I, I still want to go and do those things. This is, this is my feeling on it. Um, Well, that's about a few different things. It's about having the courage to say where you do want to go and where you don't want to go. Having the courage to to know that you might get a bit of feeling as you're relearning to dance, but once you've got that feeling back, it will. It's amazing, like how Mm. it can make you feel, and you're going to get those peak experiences just like you used to. Mm. And um, there's more opportunities out there than you know in terms of you know different kinds of communities and dance communities and different festivals and opportunities. So get out there and give them a go, you know, go and get the data, go and find out what's real because until you're there, you're going to have a lot of thinking about it. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's one last tip that I think might be helpful for people. And that that's to try a silent disco. Oh yeah. Because they're, you you know, you, you've got your earphones on and you're on different channels, right? So the DJ can be playing different things or the, a number of DJs playing different things. And they're like, you're not trying to fit in and coordinate yourself with a bunch of other people because you don't know what anybody else is listening to until something comes on where it's plainly obvious what's on and you see everybody kind of erupt in the same way. But isn't that wonderful that you've kind of got that that connection? Like it's, it's, it's a, a subtle connection, isn't it? In a very different way. So... That that may be the thing to try out is silent disco. Roller disco. You just made me Ro- think. Yes. Of. Oh fucking hell, yeah. I used to love a roller but, disco. But it's funny, you know, those things that you think you've like, oh, I'm too old for that now. 
like oh, no. I, oh, someone no. someone had said about that was you you'd posted uh you said like ideas for my birthday team and I, I nearly wrote underneath I think I got distracted classic Sam so I didn't um but I was going to be like oh I'm I'm up for the like 13 year old party these days like I'm much more down with like uh you know swimming roller disco laser quest and like uh, and pizza hut <laughs> well no you, you joke but yeah. um i keep looking at bloody laser quiz they're on great yama's seafront i'm desperate to go in there and um pummel all the pins because i get dragged to bloody the snails at joyland although i do like the snails good fun the racing no, snails the ra- no not racing snails sitting in snails i'll take you one day if we ever get to meet, oh. I was thinking about this the other day. Is this in Yarmouth? Is this in Yarmouth? Well, that's like down the road from my mum and dad, isn't it? Ex- exactly. And you never been to, to come and see me. I've told you we're going to well, all get, we're going to meet up in the summer. In fact, we're going to, ha- we're going to stop recording now. We're going to put this. Organise the date to meet on the snails. Yes. And have our picture taken by the man at the end. Jeez. And dance, dance with gay abandon. It's going to be awesome. Abandon. Well, look, before we le- let this go, um, I do have one question for you. Go on then. So when you're at these events with your friends that <laughs> they love to dance, what what do you do about because this is what I always think about with like dance floors and what have you. How do you manage that? Like, if you've seen the Peter Kerr sketch, I've seen most talks, of them, yeah. Where he talks about like the song comes on and people want to dance and they get up to go and dance and then yeah. they start like half dancing as they go to the dance yeah. floor. Like when's the appropriate time to start dancing? Oh, from, yeah, I mean, from the moment you get in, you do the whole, but, who you is ha- it? but do you have to get in there first? No. I mean, who is it? Is it on friends? Is it Chandler? Who's got the belt loop? Is it Joey? Like where you do the belt loop dance where you put your thumbs in your belt loops Yeah, and you start. And so before you've even engaged your top body, your bottom body's wiggling. And like, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, you can ask, let, let, uh, but the other day I said the, these words came out of my mouth. <laughs> Rob, I think it's a real shame I didn't get an in, into interpretive dance when I was younger. Oh, I think wow. I think I could have, uh, I mean, if you saw some of the things that happen in that lounge of me dancing around like an absolute, I don't even know what, what the descriptives are, but it's fair to say that, I don't worry about any of that. When the music takes me, I just start grooving. And uh, I just just think it's an interesting, like, it's like um, a a liminal space, like before the dance. You you are the disco, so make it. Make the, like, if there's no one on that dance floor, get up there. Oh, yeah. Throw some shapes in the church of dance. That's what I say. I just wonder what happens in that space. It's like the space between an in-breath and an out-breath. There's a space. Well, the dance, the, the space between... Space between not no, dancing and dancing. No disco, disco. No no the, dance, The Peter Kay. And for those of you that are in the US that possibly don't know who Peter Kay is, a UK comedian, go and look him go up. Go check it out. But, yeah, there's that space. What's in that space? God. Go find out, people. <laughs> Let us know. Yeah. Spirit. Life, the endless potential of, uh, yeah, that's a good place to, to leave it on. So let us know your top tips, team. Come into the Facebook group. Let us know your top oh, tips. Tell us what, what's your signature Perhaps dance post move. some videos. Hey, let's Robot. see it. Let's see it. Let's and, see your um, signature dance move before we sign off. 
Um, I, I don't know if, I mean, like, actually, I'd ha- I'd li- my, I do have one, but it would involve me. I used to be do the worm a lot. But, um, oh, you're not? Oh, uh, I don't do the worm anymore. You're not going to give us a quick shot of the worm? Not the worm. <laughs> it's exactly pretty hard. Right. With, have you got wired headphones on? It'd be pretty difficult. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm just going to leave people's making their own image in their head. I like cave rocking. You're definitely too young for that. <laughs> I don't even know what you're on about. Right, team, we love you. (laughs) Ellie's going to teach me what cave rocking is. See you next week. So there we have it. Hopefully there was a few little tips in there that will help you get moving a bit more, get grooving a bit more. And look, I don't know. I'm sure there's been a lot of scientific study done into uh, the effect of dance. I'd maybe end up in a rabbit hole reading about that at some point. But um, from anecdotal evidence, I can tell you... um, that 100% the more that we learn to let go and do this thing um, it just brings more joy in and you will quite frequently see me well you won't see me because I'm on my own dancing like a nut in the middle of the lounge but if you were a fly on the wall you'd be thinking to yourself who is this guy and where did he learn to dance like that and it might not always be (laughs) a positive review but who cares Um, right team have a great week Go and uh, get out there, get moving, get grooving and come and drop your dancing pictures, uh, thoughts and videos in the Facebook group for us. See you next week.